Hello and welcome to the San Marcos Business and Community Podcast presented to you by the San Marcos Chamber of Commerce. I am Chamber CEO Rick Rungaitis and joining us today on this episode is Chris Neal, who's the Director of Sales at Lake House Resort. Chris, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Rick, and thank you for having me. Excited to uh, excited to chat. All right, so if there's any of our listeners that have not been out to the Lake House Resort in Lake San Marcos recently, they don't know what they're missing because it's... Uh, it, it's it's a beautiful facility. It has so much, a couple golf courses, restaurants, uh, marina, all kinds of stuff. But I'm not going to talk about it. Chris is here <laughs> to talk about it. So uh, give us a little overview of your property. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it is it is a beautiful uh, property. And, and to your point, Rick, there's definitely a lot of people that are unaware of what exactly we are, what we all have to offer uh, over at Lake House. So to start, we have a 144-key hotel, um, so full-service hotel. Uh, it has two pools at the resort. We have a bunch of lakefront rooms. Um, so really great views uh, of Lake San Marcos. And then right out front of the actual resort uh, in those in those hotel rooms are is our marina. Uh, so we have a full-service marina. Uh, it hosts uh, motorized, non-motorized boat rentals, um, kayaks, uh, stand-up paddle boards, duffy boats, pontoon boats, all that good stuff. Uh, and then... Uh, I see have, people fishing in there too, right? Yes, absolutely. You can definitely fish. Uh, we always uh, suggest catch and release, uh, but really some good fishing out there. And people don't realize how deep the lake really goes. It goes a couple miles uh, west from where uh, the actual resort is. And once you get about you know a mile into it, the house is... You know, the, the development stops and you're uh, kind of in the hills of San Marcos. And it's really cool. You don't feel like you're in the middle of San Marcos. You feel like you're kind of in the middle of nowhere, which is a really cool experience. Yeah, you're kind of like at the foot of Double Peak. Yeah, bit, exactly. Right? Yep. Yeah. So and you can see, you know, um, straight back down towards uh, towards the resort and then vice versa. Once you go all the way down there, there's a dam. Uh, we have a dam down at the end of the lake uh, that we can kind of control the levels with. Um, so really cool experience to get out there. People, um, once they get out there on the water, they're blown away and they, you know, they come back time and time again. So it's a really cool experience that you can have, you know, right here in your backyard in, in San Marcos. Um, so really cool uh, to get on the water. Uh, you mentioned the two golf courses. So we have the two golf courses. We have the Lynx at Lake House, which is our championship course. Uh, it's par 71. And then we also have the exec at, uh, at Lake House. So that's a shorter course. Uh, it's a par 58. Um, so a little bit of uh, golf for everybody, uh, you know, a couple different options, whether you're just trying to whip around in a couple hours over at the exec, uh, or if you're a little bit more of a, a serious golfer and you got some extra time, uh, you know, you can go over to the links. Um, and we've done a lot of really cool stuff at both those courses over the years. Um, it, it's it's a really fun experience for the, again, the seasoned golfer, some tough shots. Uh, but also if you're you're new to the game, either at the exec uh, or even at the links, it's not a super demanding golf course. Um, so it's long. It's, it's sneaky long, I it, think. At the links, and it's it's a fun course because it's, you know, a lot of times you get these cookie cutter golf courses that are just kind of back and forth, back and forth, and it's got a lot of character. And um, unfortunately, my golf game is starting to transcend to more transcend more <laughs> to the executive course. But but that's the beauty of it. There's yeah. there's uh, you know yeah. opportunities for any any range of golfer. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and to your point, you know, it is it is sneaky long, right? You know, so there's some tough shots. Uh, the, the front nine's a little narrow. Uh, you got to keep it in the fairway for sure. Uh, and then some really cool holes in the back nine. 14 is kind of our signature hole. You're up on top of the hill. Really cool views of San Marcos um, all the way, you know, uh, stretching across. So some 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 cool shots out there for sure. Yeah, that's a couple holes after the 3,000-yard par five. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, we have a, we have one hole that kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. It's a, a 600 yard par five. That's the 12th hole. Uh, not only is it 600 yards, it's uphill. It dog legs to the left, and the green complex is really tough, uh, sloping from back to front. Uh, so it's uh, you got your work cut out for you on 12. That's what like the first few times I played the course, and it's like I was so excited. I'm on I'm on the green, and it's like whoa. And I just put it off the green. Yeah, so. <laughs> getting on the green is literally half the battle. The other half is getting the ball in the hole because that green is, yeah, it's tough. If you're on the right spot, you are uh, you get your work cut out for you for sure. So talk a little bit about the rebranding that you've been going through. Yep. So um, we're managed by a company called PEMG, or Pacific Enterprise Management Group. Um, so we're kind of in the middle of this rebrand. We started out with uh, the golf courses uh, specifically uh, as far as the rebrand. So the links at Lake House and the exec at Lake House. Um, Obviously, the Lake House Resort, that name stays. What we've seen uh, up leading up to this this rebrand was just kind of some disconnect from you know our guests, our customers, not understanding what all Lake House has to offer uh, with the previous uh, branding. It was a little bit too easy for people to kind of uh, disconnect or not realize that we're all under the same you know a management umbrella. Uh, so we started with, again, the links of Lake House, the exec of Lake House. We're working on the rebrand of the restaurant over at the Lake House or at the Links. Uh, so that'll be uh, Brickman's coming up here soon. So our executive chef, Jared Moyles, is working on the menu uh, redo. Uh, we also are, you know, rebranding and doing some uh, physical upgrades to the actual restaurant. Um, what that all looks like is still kind of in the works, but it's going to be essentially a standalone restaurant, standalone food and beverage outlet that, you know, sure it's connected to the golf course, but you don't have to be a golfer to, you know, to go eat. You can walk in and we already see a great um, response, even with the grill being there right now with our community people coming that aren't necessarily playing golf, but just looking for a good meal. Uh, really cool setting. Obviously, you have some golf course views, full bar, full service restaurant. Um, so the rebrand will go to Brickman's to that soon. Uh, and then there's some more stuff to follow that. Uh, we have Spinnaker Coffee going to go in. We have a cantina. It's called the canteen right now over at the hotel. It's a little coffee shop. So we'll be rebranding that. And then the Marino, which one I'm really excited about, will be going from the Marina to the Sail Club. Uh, so the sale club will be our marina down there. We're uh, working on uh, which is Amalfi now. No, so so the marina where the actual boat rentals are. Okay, yeah. Got it. So that'll be the sale club, um, and we're working on some some upgrades and updates on the vessels that we have down there. Uh, looking at some different options to kind of fit that name a little bit more, um, and then to men, you know to to bring up Amalfi. So Amalfi's a awesome food and beverage outlet that we have right there on the water. Uh, so upstairs and downstairs, it's a it's a double-leveled uh, food and beverage outlet. Upstairs, a little bit more uh, formal dining. Uh, then downstairs, much more casual um, Italian food. It's delicious. The guys that uh, operate that building are amazing. Uh, they're literally from Italy, so the food is as authentic as it can come. I know you've been there, and uh, if people haven't been there, you got to check it out because the food's really good. Uh, and then we have actually a, a fourth, technically a fourth food and beverage outlet over at the executive course, uh, which is Amalfi in Ateca. So that's more of a, um, a tapas, kind of wine bar, a little bit more casual again, uh, different menu than Amalfi, but the Amalfi guys uh, down at the water, they uh, run that that outlet as well too. So Amalfi is under the same umbrella? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we're all one big happy family. You know, we own that building. Uh, we just don't operate it, but we work really closely with them, be it, you know, our, our maintenance and engineering department, um, obviously, uh, our culinary teams, you know, work together a lot. So they're, they're definitely, you know, right there with us for sure. Yeah. My wife and I have enjoyed the, um, the bar downstairs. Yeah. You're, you're, you know, you're right on the water. It's so cool. You don't, you feel like you're almost on vacation that you're, um, that you're far away from San Marcos and it's yeah. just, uh, it's, Anytime you're on a body of water, it's so relaxing. And it's, it is very unique, you know, especially for the area, right? Like you said, you're literally over the water. Depending on where you're sitting at that bar, I mean, you're on a dock with the water 
right underneath you. So really cool setting and, uh, you know, really good selection on the menu. Yeah, it's great. I mean, everybody knows I love San Marcos and so happy we're here. And there's just so many different things, so many great opportunities here in, in San Marcos and in Lake San Marcos having, um, having your property here is certainly one of those because in staying at the resort, it's like being on, it is being on vacation mm-hmm. without having to drive along yeah. or at all. We get, we get a ton of staycation, you know, a lot of locals uh, that come in for just that reason, right? You don't have to drive too far. Uh, we get a lot of uh, business or customers coming down from the Orange County, LA area, obviously down South East, you know, uh, so we get a lot of quote unquote locals that are in San Diego County or Riverside or whatever the case might be. Uh, Cause it's, it's a really cool escape that's right in your backyard, depending on where you're from, you know? And there's probably a, a lot of opportunities from uh, an event standpoint for people that want to rent like whether it be weddings i know there's that um, area by the golf course uh by the links and then also you've got that great green space right along the lake just mm-hmm. past Amalfi. talk about that a little bit yeah so we have uh, a really extensive um you know special events or or, or, or private events uh, uh components to the event uh, to the to the resort so yes wedding is definitely a big part of that we have two kind of main wedding venues that we use uh there's a third one that's smaller so depending on the guests uh you know size uh but we'll start with the one over at the golf course so we have the the garden court uh with golf course views outdoor beautiful um you know secluded uh ceremony site um fits you know right around 200 guests uh seated for for a wedding ceremony uh, and then you know to your point too over at the lawn so we have the lakeside lawn the lakeside arbor um i mean gorgeous, gorgeous views, right? You're literally right on the water, beautiful, big outdoor green lawn, a um, couple different options over there as far as um, the, um, the the ceremony goes and where, you know, where you go for the reception. And then uh, there's a smaller venue that we have uh, over at the boathouse. Um, so that is called uh, the Water's Edge. Again, that maxes right around 50 to 60 guests um, for our wedding. And then we technically have a fourth one that we're really trying to ramp up on. Uh, it's very unique. So the lawn is great because you're on the water, but Believe it or not, you can get a little bit more on the water. We actually have an island uh, that we sell. Uh, it's literally right in the middle of the lake. The only way to get there is by a boat or a kayak or canoe, or whatever the case might be. Um, there's certainly some um, logistical challenges with the work around. We are very much, um, you know, cohesive with the wild, the wildlife and the nature that's on the lake. So uh, we have some, um, some some guests normally out there and, and that are uh, living on the island, but that, uh, uh, that venue can fit about a uh, hundred guests for a, um, for a wedding ceremony. So there is technically four venues. Uh, we can kind of work around where, uh, how we use them, but definitely a big part of it and just really unique, right? You know, it's not that cookie cutter, um, uh, venue that you're looking at. I mean, you literally can be on an Island, get married on an Island, which I don't know, I can't think of any other wedding ceremonies where it's literally an island in, in San Diego. No, and I was going to put you on the spot, so I'm glad you brought that up yeah. because um, my wife and I, and I think I mentioned this to you before, mm-hmm. uh, uh, several years ago, uh, we went to a, it was a Fleetwood Mac tribute yeah. uh, band that was there, and it was so cool. And then we were part of this thing that was took a took a pontoon mm-hmm. to the island, yep. and then we got on the island, there were all these Oysters and yeah. beer, and it's like, oh, I didn't want to leave. I mean, it's like <laughs> Fantasy Island. It was great. I so. remember that. Yeah, we had a little VIP event out there on the on the on the island during that event uh, during that concert, uh, in which we host you know a summer concert series every summer, and that was really cool. I like, got there, you know, shucking oysters, and it was a cool experience for some of our uh, very important uh, and guests. You know, yeah, it was, um, and that's the thing. I don't think people realize that there is an island out mm-hmm. there, and it is, and it's and it's it's larger than you would think from looking at it. Like you said, can accommodate a hundred people. For yep. For, for a wedding and 
you know, it, it sounds like you would just be able to sit down with a planner and be able to, no matter what somebody's looking for, you're going to be able to offer it and more. Yeah, we definitely, I mean, it, there's not much that we can't accommodate when it comes to weddings or really any kind of, you know, special event, be it a birthday party, a uh, graduation, um, retirement, even celebration of life, whatever the case might be. I mean, we have so many different venues and sizes. Um, we have a lot of flexibility. That's one of the one of the things I love working there and I've been there for a, a while now is, you know, the fact that we were able to have that flexibility and, and really kind of, you know, customize these events to our guests and what their needs are and not necessarily just say, Hey, it's black and white. It's right. either yes or no. Um, you know, our ownership really gives us the ability to, um, you know, accommodate our guests with whatever the needs might be. Huge advantage in this industry, right? Oh, it's, it's amazing. You know, and we obviously, you know, I've been in this industry for a while now and you, you know, meet people and it, they're, they're different in properties and it's a huge advantage, right. To have that, have that kind of uh, flexibility to, to, to accommodate our guests. We're talking with Chris Neal, Director of Sales at the Lake House Resort. Um, Chris, let's talk a little bit about you. You said you've been, uh, you know, at Lake House for a number of years. You've been in the industry for a number of years. How many years have you been at Lake House? Yeah, so this October, which it's hard to believe is next month, will be nine years. So I started That's in great. October of 14. I actually got on the property as a golf uh, professional. So when I first got there, uh, I was working in the golf shop. I was giving golf lessons, running the tee sheet, running the golf shop, all that fun stuff. Uh, and while I was in that position, I uh, started, uh, booking some of our group uh, that one of the groups that wanted to come play golf. Um, so we had a lot of groups that are reaching out. Hey, we got anywhere from 30 to 130 golfers that are looking to come out and play, um, you know, more of an organized um, aspect. So we didn't really ever try to leverage that uh, kind of component to the business. Uh, but once we kind of started to see the demand for it, I moved into a, a full-time golf sales role. Uh, so I did that for about six years. Um, and that was really great, you know, because it really kind of helped us take our, our golf department to the next level when it came to these special events, because there's so much more that comes to it with just golf, right? I mean, we've hosted dozens and dozens of, you know, nonprofit charity events, um, fundraiser events, memorial events. I mean, you name it where yes, golf is a big part of it, but it's so much more than that, right? It's not just about, uh, the playing golf and the eating and the having fun, but there's, you know, reasons and the causes behind it again, be it a charity, a memorial, whatever the case might be. So really fulfilling work, really fun to see our golf course, you know, host such really cool events. Uh, we've been hosting the, uh, the boys and girls club of San Marcos golf event for before I even got there. And that event has really gone, uh, to the next level. Thanks to all the hard work from those over at boys and girls club, but really cool, um, to, uh, you know, host all these great events. And then just at the beginning of this year in January, uh, took the director of sales role. So overseeing the sales team, which again, we have a team of four sellers uh, that we, you know, kind of break out into different markets, be it weddings, social events, groups coming into the resort and then golf. Uh, and then we have a couple of different event managers that essentially plan those events. And we work closely with so many departments at our, at our property, uh, culinary and, and the banquet staff and that. So a little bit about my history there. Well, and, and being there for nine years, you can really appreciate where you're at now, right? Oh, it's, I mean, it's just the, the whole, the, the whole property, everything has evolved so much. It's been so cool to be, you know, really front and center to see it firsthand evolve. It's hard to remember what it looked like when I first got there almost nine years ago. I have to really kind of rack my brain and be like, oh, yeah, that's right. We were we were doing this or we were over there. I mean, just I mean, just the the, the upgrades and, and, you know, the amount of attention that ownership has put to the property that not only our, us as employees see, but also our guests see is great. And then there's so much more behind the scenes that, you know, a guest doesn't see every day, be it, you know, the staff, the amazing teams that we have on the property and all the hard work that they do. Um, it's been amazing to see. And I actually, 
went to San Marcos High School, so I'm a San Marcos local, you know, and I graduated high school in 05, and I remember what Lake San Marcos was back then, and it's just so much different, and that was even before I was working on the property. I was just, you know, going to school right next to it, so it's been really cool to see it evolve over time, and I think the best part about it is it's not done, right? You know, we've got a right. whole bunch of whole bunch of plans and projects that we have, you know, for next year and beyond, so it's really cool to just see it continue to to evolve. Yeah, we moved out here from Chicago 11 years ago, and just you know, and I challenge any of the listeners that if they haven't been out there in 10 years, you, you, you'd be shocked because it's, uh, it's, it's just a great, there's so many great facilities out there. Um, and not just the links, the executive course as well with the, you know, the bar and restaurant area there. And it's just, you know, the, just the driving range itself. I mean, if you just <laughs> want to go out there and hit balls or, or take your little ones out there to hit balls or yep. I see them all the time and in a putting green and it's just, it's cool to get the kids involved in the sport. And, um, it's just such a cool vibe. Yeah, there's a the music playing and you kind of like have the background from the people in the restaurant, which isn't a hindrance. It's, it's, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's really, you know, kind of a big part of, you know, how we market the property is we're, we're, we're approachable, right? We're not, we're not, um, the kind of classic, you know, country club, for example, right? Where it's, it's, you kind of feel like you're walking on eggshells. We want people to come have a good time, enjoy themselves, listen to the music, you know, have a drink, have some good food, enjoy, you know, the beautiful San Marcos weather and just like San Marcos in general. Um, you know, that's really kind of our, 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 our angle is we're very approachable, right? We want you to have, come here and have a good time. And, and the vibes are, the vibes are good everywhere for sure. Um, so I'm going to digress for just a minute because I always do. So what, what are your thoughts on the Ryder Cup, the Ryder Cup team was just selected just yeah, a few days ago. Yeah, there's a couple so. of interesting picks there. I'm curious to see. It's Ryder Cup. I love the Ryder Cup. It's always such a fun event to watch because, you know, it brings in that, you know, national pride and everything. And you see guys that maybe you wouldn't have rooted for, you know, normally in the PGA Tour. Now you root for them or vice versa. Um, guys you root for that are on the European team. So it's going to be interesting. Curious to see uh, how it plays out. The Europe team looks pretty good, too. So here's a little trivia for you, um, and it's it's not about me, but I, I can't help it when we're talking. <laughs> so uh, the Ryder Cup captain this year, Zach Johnson. Uh-huh. So Zach Johnson went to school at my alma mater, Drake University in okay. Des Moines. So who would have ever guessed that um, a kid from Cedar Rapids, Iowa, that went and played golf at Drake University sure. would win a Masters and a British Open? Well, and it's funny because I've always liked Zach Johnson. And when he won that masters, it was kind of like, really, you know, but if you watch like I do, you know, a lot of golf, I mean, the guy is so solid. He's, he's, he doesn't miss fairways. You know, he's a great putter. His short game is ridiculous. So yeah, I mean, that's a, it's cool. Yeah. And in this era and, and, you know, it's, he was laying up at the masters, you know, everybody, everybody's bombing bombs away. So it's (laughs) the way it is now. And so, and then just again, and British open, it's so much about course management. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, it was, it was, I think it was amazing that he won the masters, but then it really was validating for him to win another major. Right. For sure. Yeah. I've always been a fan of his, his short game is just I mean, second to none. It's ridiculous. Like you said, these guys are bombing to pass them, but at the end of the day, that's not necessarily how you score. You better you get the ball in the hole, you know, and, and sometimes it's harder to go 20 feet than it is 200 yards. So, Do you get a chance to play? I know you're so busy with everything, I, but do you still get a chance to play a little bit? Touchy subject for sure. I used to play a lot, <laughs> um, but um, so I have two little ones. Um, I'm very blessed. My wife and I have two daughters. I have a five-year-old and uh, almost three-year-old. She's a little over two and a half. Um, and then with work, you know, it's pretty easy for me to prioritize um, you know, hanging out with my family, um, working. So golf is definitely down the list, uh, where it used to be, you know, I was at a golf club in my hand almost every day. Um, I'm probably playing, you know, about once a month, maybe once every six weeks, 
Uh, but my wife enough, my wife is nice enough to kind of kick me out of the house every once in a while and say, you need to go play golf. It's good for you. So. <laughs> it's good for everyone. I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm lucky, I'm lucky in that sense for sure. But so have you, so before, uh, before Lakeside, so was there, uh, or Lake House, I'm sorry. So, um, the, did you have a, your whole career in hospitality and golf? So or? I started out in food and beverage right out of high school, um, was working at a couple of different local restaurants here in San Marcos. And then I got into the golf industry. So I actually started my first golf job in 2009, um, over at Escondido Country Club, which is no longer, uh, it's now developed. So I, I spent a lot of time more on the golf side, but once I got the lake house, I definitely started to get more involved with, you know, the hospitality aspect of it, especially once I got to that sales role where it's not just about golf, right? It's more about an event or, or, or hosting, you know, a group of people at the resort. Um, so I guess you could say my, my background started in kind of food and beverage, you know, right out of high school. And then I kind of worked my way into golf. And then at that point, you know, I've always kind of gravitated towards customer service, uh, love the customer service aspect of any job that I've ever had. Uh, at the end of the day, sales, in my opinion, is, you know, essentially just next level customer service. You got to really make sure you're, you know, catering to, to your clients. So, um, you know, a lot of experience on the golf side, but I've always kind of gravitated towards the hospitality, the, uh, the customer service aspect of it for sure. So COVID had, you know, the hospitality industry took a huge mm-hmm. hit during COVID. But on the flip side, the golf industry, yeah. all of a sudden, a lot of people started picking up the game, right? Yeah, so we, um, like like so many others, right, back in 2020, we saw just, it was really hard to kind of stay ahead of it, you know, and kind of understand, you know, or anticipate what kind of was in store for us. So we kind of stopped trying to do that and just kind of rolled with the punches. So um, to answer your question, yeah, I mean, 2020 was on the on the hotel side of things was, was brutal, right? No one's traveling. Um, essentially, we furloughed. Um, vast majority of our, our staff, uh, on the resort, um, just because we were unable to operate, you know, the, the largest portion of our business, which is a hotel, um, a golf course stayed open for as long as we could. And then we actually were, uh, closed for about five weeks in May. I think it was May of 2020. Um, and at that point, a few of us stayed on and, and we mowed the golf courses to keep the golf because COVID or not, the grass continues to grow. Right. Uh, so there was some maintenance that we had to do, but, um, yeah, you know, once we, once we reopened the doors at the golf course, it was it was pretty amazing to see, you know, at that point, there was only so much you could do. Um, so golf was definitely one of those activities that, you know, I hate to say it was kind of built for COVID, right? Social People distancing. wanted to get yeah, out. You want to be outside. You can stay away from people. You're not sharing anything. You're showing clubs, you know. So it was really, it kind of fit in. And, and I think what we were unsure about at that point was, well, how long is that going to kind of go on. But what we found was during COVID to your, again, to your earlier point is a lot of people that either a had never picked up a golf club before were picking it up a golf club for the first time and they fell in love with it. Or people that were maybe me in 10 years from now that, Hey, I used to play a lot of golf and then life and work and everything, you know, kind of came along and I haven't picked up a golf club in 10, 15 years. They picked it back up. And what we found is we gained a ton of what we call core golfers, right? Your core golfer is the guy that is, you know, spending, a lot of his free time, a lot of his, you know, extra money or whatever the case might be on golf, right? They're the driving range a couple of times a week, playing once, maybe two rounds a week. We've gained, in the industry as a whole, has gained a ton of core golfers. Um, and it kind of really stemmed from those early days of COVID where there was really nothing else to do for a lot of people and they gravitated towards golf. So as unfortunate, obviously, as, you know, everything with COVID was, it was definitely something that the golf industry saw, you know, a pretty, it was a pretty big boom in the golf side of things. 
It makes it sometimes makes it a little harder to get a tea time, but again, it's not all about me. So it's <laughs> it definitely is. Um, but uh, we've seen it slow down a little bit. But really, even still, you know, compared to the the rounds of golf that we're hosting pre COVID to now, it's still up significantly. So um, it's cool to see. Chris, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, no, absolutely. So we learned a lot of things that's happening at the Lake House Resort. We will put um, in our episode notes. We'll have some links. Uh, pardon the pun, but it is, <laughs> I love it. I love it. It is, it is what it is. <laughs> so we'll have some links to the links and oh, all the um, all the opportunities uh, for your special events, your special your special days um, to be held at the Lake House Resort because there are so many great options that we talked about today. So yeah, no, absolutely, and uh, I really appreciate you. Uh, you know, letting me come on and talk with you because it's always great to catch up with you, and, and and we feel like we have just such a great and special product over at Lake House, and the more eyes and ears we can get on it, um, the better because we know uh, we're confident. Once you come over, you're gonna you're gonna love it. So well, we value you as a chamber member, and we're looking forward. I think we have a couple events coming up. Yeah, uh, chamber events. I think we've got a coffee connection our holiday mixer and yeah. so um, that'll be a great opportunity for our, our members and prospective members to check it out but I encourage everyone if you haven't been over there lately or even if you have check it out I mean uh, it's really whatever you want to do I mean if you just want to grab a drink on the mm-hmm. you know on, at the bar on the lake uh, a upscale dinner upstairs uh, you know burger at the golf course yep. uh, it's just whatever you want it's there but but check it out because I think you won't, well, I know you won't be disappointed and I think it'll be a while for, for everybody that visits. Absolutely. So thanks again, Chris. Uh, thanks again to our listeners. You've been listening to the San Marcos business and community podcast brought to you by the San Marcos chamber of commerce. And remember every Tuesday from three to seven, right outside our front door, the chamber front door on North city drive, every Tuesday from three to seven, the San Marcos farmer's market encourage you to partake as I do every Tuesday. So again, Thanks, everyone, for listening, and have a great day.